Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now we turn to the reading of the Hazard Herald for news of Hazard in Perry County. Hubley Townsend will begin with the online edition dated June 16, 2022. As a reminder, Radio Eye is a reading service intended for people who are blind or have other disabilities that make it difficult to read printed material. Now from page one. First adult prom held in Perry County by Katie Kelly. On Saturday, June 11th, a group of local women held Perry County's first adult prom. The prom was held at the art station in downtown Hazard and offered adults aged 21 years and older an opportunity to go to prom. It was around prom season for the teenagers. They were having their little proms and stuff. We were just sitting around one day and we started thinking about how we never, we started talking about how, like, I wish we could have had gone to prom in high school. And it just clicked to all of us that we should hold an adult one for people who didn't get to go, said Courtney Kilburn, one of the organizers of the event. There were people coming to us all night and talking about how they had had anxiety in school or they just didn't stick out enough. They said it was perfect for them. They were comfortable. We made sure everyone was comfortable, she said. The prom set organizers was successful. It was amazing. It was actually more than we thought. We had some bumps during the way, trying to get everything together for everybody, said Kilburn, stating that the group faced some issues and resistance, but stayed strong and were able to hold the event, which was enjoyed by several community members. There was food, there was dancing, there were 360-degree camera. Everybody enjoyed it, said Samantha Barnes, another organizer of the event. We made sure everybody got up and danced. It was a really good time. It actually turned out better than we expected, agreed Kilburn. It was a beautiful function. It really was, she said. The event was held at the art station in downtown Hazard with the hope that more community members would be inspired to hold events that adults can enjoy and bring back more life to Hazard. Hazard doesn't even have anything like that. They don't have anything for the kids, let alone for the adults. So it was just something for everybody to come together, dance, eat, and have fun in a no-judgment zone, said Barnes. There isn't really anything like this to do in Hazard, so I think we should do it as an annual thing. We're going to do it, said Kilburn. The event was organized by Courtney Kilburn, Samantha Barnes, Tiny Asher, Molly White, and Autumn Combs. It was a group effort, said Kilburn. We really worked hard on it. The group, she said, believes the adult prom was so successful for the area that they plan to hold more events like that in the future. It turned out so well we're excited about new events and new plans coming up for this town, Kilburn said. The next event, she said, will probably be a Halloween party. Ollie's Bargain Outlet opens in Hazard. Ollie's, a bargain outlet store that offers brand name merchandise at reduced prices, opened in Hazard on June 8th. Store leaders said the opening went real well and attracted a large crowd. It was a great opening in Hazard. 
We run as a company 447 semi-lovely stores. We sell merchandise of all descriptions, said Robert Fox, district team leader at Ollie's Bargain Outlet. Huge turnout, even by Ollie's standards, it's been a big turnout, he said. Many of the shoppers who stopped by, said Fox, stated that the store looks nice and they love the prices and deals available. Fox said Hazard Location is a good choice for the company and is a welcome addition to their chain. We operate in 29 states and Hazard is the newest one in Kentucky, said Fox. Excellent location, great clientele, really strong community response. The store is located in the Black Gold Plaza at the building that housed the former Goodies and Gordman's locations. The hours of operation are 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday and 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Sunday. First Care Clinic opens urgent care location in Hazard. First Care Clinics began seeing patients in the new Hazard location on June 9th. During the June 9th open house celebration, there were free t-shirts and other promotional items given out, door prizes, light refreshments, a tour of the clinic, and an opportunity to meet the staff. The Hazard location, said officials, is the company's 21st first care urgent care location open, joining the other offices located at Bargetown, Corbin, Danville, Frankfurt, Glasgow, Henderson, Hopkinsville, London, Madisonville, Middlesbrough, Mount Sterling, Pikeville, Shepherdsville, Somerset, and Winchester. We're extremely excited to bring our patient-centered walk-in urgent care to people of hazard, said Rob Panoja, founder of the First Care Clinics. We offer a new kind of care to these wonderful communities. At First Care, we're relentless about transforming the delivery of health care through outstanding customer service, convenience, and affordability. Hazard is a wonderful addition to our current Kentucky First Clinics. The clinic's medical team will care for patients of all ages. The clinic is equipped with multiple exam rooms, digital x-ray equipment, and a procedure room. Treatment is available for a broad array of everyday illnesses and injuries such as colds, flu, and other upper respiratory infections. Services include x-ray, in-house rapid assessment, and labs, stitches, sprains, and strains. Rapid COVID-19 tests are also available to the community. Wellness services include flu, tetanus shots, and sport physicals. Local employers can use occupational medicine for pre-employment physicals, drug screens, and more. We are so happy to officially be a part of the wonderful Hazard community, said company officials. The Hazard location of First Care Clinics is located at 60 Fitzgilbert Road. The clinic will be open every day with no appointment necessary. Hours of operation will be Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. More information about First Care is available at firstcareclinics.com. Page 2. Hazard Couple Wins $100,000 from Kentucky Lottery. Recently, a Perry County couple received a big surprise after winning big from a $5 scratch-off ticket. Kayla Smith and her husband Ronnie Smith of Hazard were running errands on Sunday, June 5th, when they stopped for gas and bought Kentucky Lottery scratch-off tickets. That stop paid off big after Kayla Smith scratched off a ticket worth $100,000. 
The couple bought two of the $5 win-win-win tickets, one for each of them, at one mart on Combs Road in Hazard. Officials with Kentucky Lottery said the couple was in disbelief when they saw the ticket. While scratching off their tickets in the car, Kayla said to her husband, you might want to take this ticket into the store to make sure it's right. Ronnie went back into the store and had it checked to find out it was indeed a $100,000 winner. Kayla's ticket had the money bag symbol on the first row indicating she had won the $100,000 prize automatically. We were in disbelief, full of excitement and shock. So many emotions, Kayla said. The couple drove to lottery headquarters on Tuesday, June 7th, walking away with a check for $71,000 after taxes. The couple is currently in the process of renovating their home and said the winnings will help with this project. The Smiths said they also plan to use some of the extra money for a vacation and items for school for their four children. One Mart will receive a $1,000 bonus for selling the winning ticket. Pantry Shelf celebrates National Donut Day. On June 3rd, the Pantry Shelf in Hazard celebrated National Donut Day by giving out a free donut to every customer from their opening to 11 a.m. that day. The school said Susan Brotherton, owner of the Pantry Shelf, has been doing this for six years. It's our one day of the year we can make a little excitement and give back. I enjoy doing it. It's one of my favorite days, said Brotherton. During National Donut Day, Brotherton said, people were buying 10 to 12 dozen donuts at a time, and the store had patrons coming from Knott County, Whitesburg, Lexington, Breathitt County, and more for donuts. Employees, she said, fried over 3,000 donuts by 12 p.m. noon that day and continued frying donuts until around 4 p.m. That's a lot of donuts for the population of this town, said Brotherton. This is a way to give back. We do appreciate all of our customers, so that's one thing we have always tried to do. From the opinion page in the guest column, KBT responds to gas tax freeze. Kentuckians are feeling the squeeze of inflation. From food to fuel to housing, many of our citizens are facing more financial difficulties than ever before. Thankfully, our elected officials are searching for solutions to help Kentuckians get through these tough times. While we employed broad approaches to help reduce the financial burdens many of us are facing, the long-term success and impact of any potential financial relief measures must be considered. Governor Andy Beshear made headlines recently for his executive order that suspended an automatic two-cent increase in the gas tax that would have taken effect July 1. While we appreciate the governor's intent, we don't want to lose sight of the importance of the gas tax, a user fee, and the need for adequate and sustained funding for roads and bridges in the Commonwealth. Providing for transportation infrastructure needs is at the heart of what government intended to do for its citizens. By preventing the two-cent increase in July, the average Kentuckian will save roughly a dollar per month at the pump. The road fund, however, is projected to lose over $35 million from the lost revenue through the end of January and as much as $60 million per year if the General Assembly extends the suspension when it convenes in January. This is a notable number considering the infrastructure needs across the state. And this doesn't just impact the state's bottom line. Some of that lost revenue, approximately $9 million, 
was supposed to be directed to local governments, of which cities and counties rely on heavily to repair and maintain local infrastructure. In the 1980s, the Kentucky General Assembly created the current funding structure, putting in place automatic triggers to increase gas tax based on pricing. This mechanism has been successfully used for over 40 years. If our elected officials want to set a new precedent and move away from the current road funding structure outlined in Kentucky law, we must look at a new modernized structure instead of short-term fixes that chronically underfund the maintaining and improving of Kentucky's transportation system. Let's take this opportunity in our time of need to commit to long-term change that will help Kentuckians at the pump while also adequately funding our infrastructure needs. The General Assembly took the first step during the 2022 legislative session by establishing electric vehicle fees, and we applaud that action. Electric vehicles seem to be the transportation mode of the future, and we must plan accordingly to build out an infrastructure funding plan to meet our future needs. There's more work to be done, however, and we look forward to working with the governor and legislature to ensure Kentucky has the best transportation infrastructure system in the country. Transportation funding should not be a political issue. Every Kentuckian relies on our infrastructure, whether through direct use or for delivery of goods and services, and every day our infrastructure brings billions of dollars of business to the state. It's time to find a real long-term solution to properly fund our transportation system in Kentucky, one that makes meaningful change for our commonwealth. We look forward to working with and supporting our state leaders during this time of transportation funding modernization to move Kentucky forward. A letter to the editor. Because a colonel gave. I have only been a Kentucky colonel since 2021, but the significance of the good works of the Honorable Order of Kentucky Colonels is a powerful thing. Through my awareness, I proudly participated in its philanthropic efforts. Just last month, I joined my fellow trustees and staff of the Honorable Order, meeting with 321 grant applicants to ensure that the money from contributing colonels does the most good for the neediest Kentuckians. This vetting process culminates with Grand Impact Week, this week where the board will distribute $3.1 million to 314 nonprofits. These contributions are from generous colonels worldwide, and as one colonel has told me, you're able to give my money better than I ever could. The generosity of Kentucky colonels continues to amaze me, that spirit of charity that might be exceeded by hundreds of nonprofit organizations across the state. From the one-person agency asking for our help to purchase 4,878 pairs of underwear for people dealing with homelessness to the scout camp working to accommodate scouts with physical challenges, and from the child abuse center to the group working to provide locally grown fresh vegetables and fruits to economically challenged neighbors who live in food deserts. The list goes on and so does the need. From Newport to Bowling Green, Ashland to Paducah, and all points in between, these amazing nonprofit organizations are delivering incredible services with limited financial resources. It's just a chorus of angels at every turn. 
when historic flooding occurred in our area of eastern Kentucky in 2021, the Honorable Order provided thousands to help Owsley County. The Monday after the tornado struck western Kentucky, the Honorable Order committed $3.7 million in aid to help their recovery. This was generously jump-started by a $2 million challenge from a colonel living in Texas. Colonels around the world have stepped up since then with $700,000, including a recent notable contribution from an Indianapolis area colonel who showed up at the day of service in Madisonville with a check for $100,000. As of early June, the colonels have contributed $1,148,000 in emergency grants to 37 organizations assisting the people of West Kentucky. As a side note, the Honorable Order of Kentucky Colonels coordinated over 120 colonel volunteers in several locations across the state during the spring day of service. It was gratifying to know that colonels assisted their fellow Kentuckians. Because a colonel gave will provide nearly 80% of the funds requested by the Good Works Program nonprofits. Total 2022 grants distributed will exceed last year by $1 million, and I expect those grants will touch the lives of almost 4 million Kentuckians. Only the governor who commissioned the Kentucky Colonel knows the reasons for each commission, and there are thousands of colonels still unaware of the extent to which they can improve the lives of citizens of the Commonwealth through the Honorable Order. To those colonels, I extend an invitation to learn more about the philanthropic efforts of the Honorable Order of Kentucky Colonels. So, the next time you see someone with a Kentucky Colonel license plate or sticker in their window, please take the time to stop and say, Thanks, Colonel. Uh, Colonel Maria Brayman, M.D., Hazard. Here are the obituaries. Linda Sue Conway, 66, formerly of Perry County, died Friday, June 10th in Hurricane West Virginia. The Lois S. Hampton, 63, of Cornettsville, died Tuesday, June 14th. Charles Kenneth Pruitt, 83, of Dayton, died Friday, June 3rd. Jimmy Harden, 68, of Bodyman, died Tuesday, June 7th. James Wells, 60, of Viper, died Sunday, June 12th. Jack Randall Creech, 70, of Slimp, died Wednesday, June 8th. Dr. Frederick C. Rattler, 72, of Hyden, died Saturday, June 11th. And Billy Joyce B.J. Logan, 46, of Hazard, died Friday, June 10th. Second TGIF in the park event held in Hazard. On Friday, June 10th, the Perry County Fiscal Court hosted the county's second TGI Fridays event. This event was held at Eagles Landing in Buckhorn. During the event, free food was provided by Perry County Schools Food Service. There were three inflatables during the event, including a 25-foot inflatable splash mountain and a double-lane water slide, as well as an inflatable obstacle course was also a giveaway of a couple of free items for the kids. The close of the night, a showing of G-rated family-friendly movie Toy Story 3, was held on a large inflatable screen. Details about the next TGIF in the park will be announced on the Perry County Fiscal Court's Facebook page. On June 2nd, a Hazard Perry County Economic Development Alliance held 
their investors meeting at Dashcor Aluminum in Chavez to demonstrate some of the progress made in the county over the last few years and to discuss future projects. Every year the Alliance tries to have an annual investors meeting. We're a private organization, so we're funded by local businesses and, and organizations in the community, said Zach Lawrence, director of the Hazard Perry County Economic Development Alliance. In 2021, we were involved in $3.9 million of new investments in the community, said Lawrence. This, he said, created 63 new jobs and was between three different projects. The upcoming year, he said, is looking to be even more profitable for Perry County. Our current pipeline is made up of five projects that total $45 million, and those five projects also make up 335 potential jobs. Perry County woman charged with meth trafficking. A Perry County woman was arrested on several charges, including trafficking in methamphetamine, after she called police to allege that she was assaulted. According to an arrest citation written by Hazard Police Officer Jordan Childers, on June 10th, he responded to a hotel in Hazard where Kelly Stidham, 40, of Laurel Mountain Road, Yerkes, was staying to report Stidham made about a verbal altercation. Upon arrival, Childers wrote, Stidham alleged she was being hit and was being accused of having drugs in her room. Childers wrote that he advised Stidham to go to the county attorney's office over the assault allegation and ask him to receive permission to search her room. During the search, the citation said, Childers located a bag containing a crystal-like substance believed to be methamphetamine and pills identified as gabapentin. In addition, Childers wrote, he found two glass pipes used for smoking methamphetamine, as well as a plastic wrapper which contained a substance believed to be fentanyl. Stidham, the citation said, told Childers he should be careful with the substance in the wrapper. The citation said Childers also found an oxycodone pill at $151 in cash. Stidham initially told the officer that none of the items found were hers, but later admitted to ownership of the methamphetamine, adding that someone had given it to her. Stidham was lodged in the Kentucky River Regional Jail on charges of first-degree trafficking in a controlled substance, first-degree possession of a controlled substance, third-degree possession of controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, and first-degree possession of a controlled substance opiates. Gatton Academy students, including Hazard students, look forward to engaging in summer opportunities. Students at the Carol Martin Gatton Academy of Mathematics and Science in Kentucky are ready to engage in face-to-face -face summer opportunities after two years of virtual or modified experiences. In addition to prestigious research internships through the National Science Foundation and internships through the Gatton Academy's summer research program, the Gatton Research Internship Grant this summer features a virtual and face-to-face -face study abroad opportunities, said Cheryl Kirby Stokes, Academic Opportunities Coordinator at the Gatton Academy. In its 13th year, the Gatton Research Internship Grant program creates summer research opportunities for rising seniors. The grants provide stipends, living expenses, and a small supplies fund for projects at WKU. Sixteen students were chosen for summer 2022 
conducting research at WKU and other institutions across the country. Chesney Booth, class of 23, Hazard High School, will use diagnostic methods to detect nucleic acids by engineering DNA-binding proteins. She will be working with Dr. Moon Sue Kim at West Kentucky University's Chemistry Department. Booth will also be participating in the Markey Cancer Center's Appalachian Career Training in Oncology program. Activities include wet and dry lab research, clinical observation, and educational and professional development workshops. Perry County woman indicted on fraud charge. A Perry County woman was recently indicted by a grand jury for allegedly fraudulently obtaining public benefits. According to court documents, between August 2017 and October 2021, Angela Hurley, 58, of ICO, fraudulently obtained public benefits when she allegedly obtained SNAP benefits when she did not report her correct household circumstances and was overpaid the approximate amount of $7,904. Hurley's scheduled for arraignment in September 1st. Kentucky Colonel's Award grants Care Cottage honored as a 2022 recipient. Kentucky River Child Advocacy Center, also known as the Care Cottage, has announced it recently received a grant from the Honorable Order of Kentucky Colonels in the amount of $20,000 to purchase items needed for bathroom and kitchen renovation projects. On June 13th, Jeffrey Combs, the forensic interviewer at the Care Cottage, accepted the award on behalf of the Care Cottage. The Care Cottage serves child victims of abuse by providing forensic interviews, child sexual abuse medical exams, advocacy services, therapy referrals, and case management services. Hazard High School teacher Luke Glasser was recently honored with the Kentucky Association of Professional Educators Continuing Education Scholarship. Glasser teaches AP Calculus and Pre-Calculus and has been a Hazard City Commissioner since 2018. His work includes modernizing infrastructure and creating one of the most comprehensive city internship programs in the state of Kentucky. Glasser is a graduate of the University of Kentucky in English and Hispanic Studies and received his Master's in Education Studies through John Hopkins University. In 2019, Glasser was selected for the inaugural Appalachian Leadership Institute through the Appalachian Regional Commission. Campaign to reduce stigma associated with drug addiction shows promising results. Kentucky program is called Unshamed Kentucky. A campaign to reduce stigma associated with substance use disorders can be shown it can change attitudes and beliefs about people with drug addiction and increased support for harm reduction strategies. The campaign Life Unites Us also found a need to target the campaign to healthcare workers who are often the first line of contact to offer treatment for substance use disorder. The campaign is led by Shatterproof, a national nonprofit focused on ending the nation's SUD epidemic. The company has partnered with the Kentucky Opioid Response Effort of the state for communications and behavioral change intervention aimed at reducing addiction-related stigma. Unchained Kentucky welcomes community groups and individuals to join the effort by sharing their story with others 
along with the 57 other community-based organizations that have already done so. This concludes the reading of the Hazard Herald. Please stay tuned for continued programming. Thank you for joining me, and on behalf of everybody here at Radio I, this is Lee Townsend wishing you a good day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.